Oh, there we go. We got everybody. There we go. Hey, y'all. How's it going? Hey. Hey. Hello. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome back to all you lovely listeners at home to yet another episode of the podcast that we continuously and rigorously upload to like it's, you know, like it's like it's a duty to, you know, to you, to our souls. And that is, of course, David. What's that smell? You thinking again? That's right. That's right. And welcome. uh, Welcome back, Michael. Uh, If you don't remember Michael, uh, he was he was from our uh, Battle Royale episode. And even earlier than that, the last time we talked about anime, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Uh, how you doing, Michael? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, you know. A little tired, but you know. <laughs> ah yes, ah yes. I cannot, I cannot deny it is. I'm a little tired myself. Um, we had this one a tad earlier than usual just to get Michael on. We'd had we had to bend over backwards to get Michael on the show. So listeners, you should be grateful. Yeah. Uh, but we did get him, and it only we only lost a tad bit of sleep for it. I know Michael's is uh, overjoyed that we had to deprive him of the precious and uh, lucrative sleep that he ever so needed. Of course, of course. Well, anyways, <laughs> we're not just talking to Michael. We're also talking to David. How you doing, David? I'm doing well, Connor. How you doing? I am doing okay. Uh, as previously stated, a little tired, but that's all right. Uh, yeah, me too. How's the weather? Oh, man, it is a uh, cloudy wisconsin morning um it's actually been pretty pretty warm you know in wisconsin uh it's been like 40 50 degrees outside for some reason yeah um hey michael you want you want to update on illinois weather well today i get to be outside but it's been like well through this uh covered window it looks like it's about like 50 degrees a little cloudy not too bad every day yeah, yeah, I I would also concur with that uh with that estimation. Uh it looks a, it looks a lot warmer than it has been. The snow is actually melting, and like it's starting to compose itself. I mean, granted, it's like the last day of February, so like it shouldn't be this warm. So any minute now, I'm sure we're gonna get a huge winter storm because March does that. But like, uh, early like, spring. Oh yeah, right. You'd be surprised. Maybe like a surprise hurricane. <laughs> yeah, for March being spring, we get a lot of snow in Illinois during march it's kind of ridiculous like there'll only be like, like that one snowstorm at the beginning of march just to like tease people thinking hey it's spring and then it's like no it's not that's funny <laughs> but you know what weather schmether no one cares about the weather no but you know what people care about anime everyone cares about anime at least a little bit <laughs> even, even if you're like the most anti-anime thing ever you're like you japan what the heck why would you ever talk in a japanese language like that me no understando at the very least you can acknowledge that like japan has developed its very own style when it comes to animation and it's taken the world by storm in a way that you know no other country's medium has done unless you count america uh has, t- has done like there's an influence that it's established that you know can't be undone where even america starts trying to uh, trying to copy it with their shows yeah. so you know there's clearly something to it so that's clearly why we're doing yet another episode yeah yeah uh, but i obviously am no connoisseur of the animes uh, i've only seen a handful of anime films and about three animes all the way through uh sorry but um 
I'm going to hand over the hosting duties to David to help us uh, further um, dive into anime. David, take it up. Yep. Yep. All right, Connor. So basically, this episode is going to be about the different genres of anime. Um, Last time we talked about some of our favorite anime, we did a kind of a ranking list. Um, This time we're going to dive a a bit bit deeper um, into specific anime genres um like you know we got the the shonen genre which is like your typical action battle anime um then you have your um more like rom-com in a way anime you know um and then you got your uh anime that you get sucked into like a video game i know that's a genre an example of that would be sword (laughs) sword art online um so yeah just as an example there's a ton of different anime um i i'm i figured that michael and i are going to be spending majority of the time on shonen battle anime because you know that's what we watch the most um hey you so, never know michael could have like a secret passion for like harem anime or something yeah <laughs> like, oh, every, everybody gangs them so you get into those rom-coms you know <laughs> Right, right, right. My secret favorite uh, favorite anime is High School DxD. If you didn't know, oh yeah, that's that's <laughs> you know, classic. it's anything's possible. We we know we've watched the first episode, so like <laughs> you know, he could have been like, oh yeah, this is really lame, and like at midnight, so regrets watching it consistently. He's <laughs> like, can't I'm getting into this plot? It's all for the plot. Yeah, just the plot, just the plot, nothing else. Uh don't watch that show kids it's not <laughs> which is that's actually not a bad suggestion kids should not be watching it there you go no 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 um As kids should not watch full metal optimist either but you know okay okay all right okay, First, okay. The, this is okay that's gonna be like a huge chunk of this episode now too it's just gonna be like they'll be having a casual conversation and michael's just like oh yeah remember that one time that you said that uh, full metal alchemist was childish okay okay and, like, all right, all right. <laughs> long period right. silence hold on hold on hold on okay so, Michael, I don't know if you watched the last episode, but I went on the podcast and formally apologized to all the listeners that I was wrong and I made a mistake and that I was slandering from Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. David, David pulled a Logan Paul. <laughs> yeah, wow. I did. I did. Uh, I went on and I just apologized. I was like, from Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, it's not childish. Um, it is a, it's an incredible show, um, even though I'm not... Deep. Yeah, I was weeping. I was, I was, I just, I, I felt terrible. I was like, I was so wrong. This show is not what I thought it was just after the first episode. It was so much more. Um, dark. <laughs> yeah, very dark. A lot darker than I thought. Like, first episode, is that when they get into where they try to resurrect their dead mother at the age of like seven and there's like a bloody vessel on the floor? That was the second episode, but yes. Oh, second was... episode, second episode. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, David's taking over the connoisseurship. He's like, I <laughs> well, know. No, it's because I recently watched it. Michael probably hasn't watched it that recently. Yeah, it was like the beginning of quarantine when I watched it. He's been yeah. too busy watching DXD. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I want to kind of ask Michael a question. Connor, you can answer it too if you want. Um, but Michael, what are what are some of your favorite like battle anime, and and why do you think they're so popular? Because when you think of anime, you normally think of you know your Dragon Balls, your Naruto, your Bleach, One Piece. Um, why do you think they're so popular? Why are they so popular? 
Uh, well, one thing is the emotional t- attachment that you get to some of the characters. Like, so I was just using Naruto for example because everyone's everyone who's basically seen anime has seen Naruto. Like, you basic you watch Naruto grow, you watch Naruto, Sasuke, like the whole team seven. You watch them all grow up, and you see all the hardships they go through, and like basically. Naruto, for example, he's basically the worst ninja out there, like the weakest person out there. And then by the end of it, there's the meme Nar- Naru Jesus. Like, <laughs> he's literally God by the end of it, smacking like alien deities, stuff like that. And so I think the fights mixed with the emotion in them, and also the animation's beautiful because, like, the talent it takes to animate a fight scene is crazy. And so it's just, like, visually, I haven't seen, like, an anime that's not a battle anime top that. So I'd say that's, those are two big reasons that people like to watch battle anime. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. Um, I just think, like, the, the emotion of the fights, like, if there's, like, some kind of emotional tie to the actual fight, um, I, think, I think it makes the fight so much better. Um, yeah. and also the kind of the the way that the animators uh, animate these fights they do it in such a way that like you wouldn't be able to do that in real life you know like it exceeds the human limits you know like wh- an example I'm thinking of right now for some reason um, is in one piece during um, it was in the Wano arc Rob no, oh. no, no, no. It, was, it was the Wano arc when Zoro um, was going against Killer. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, that one scene. Um, like, that was, like, beautifully animated. Like, that was absolutely that stunning. Was, that was perfect. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was such a cool scene. It was really cool. Um, and, like, all of, like, Zoro up until that point, like... Like you, like there's such like you have such an emotional connection and respect for Zoro uh, up until this point in the series that it makes sense why he's doing this, and it's just like it's so cool. Um, yeah, it's Connor. Do you have anything to add? Yeah, I can add something. I mean, I'll base it off of more just general concepts, but I can try. Yeah, I kind of I get like where that's coming from because like action is already kind of like a really appealing kind of like idea like you see you've seen how big action properties can get you know like even when they're not good anymore people will still watch them so like there's always that action kind of appeal that keeps people sucked in but what kind of gives that that longevity is when you use action to tell like a coherent story with the characters and make the action mean something because action is just conflict like in and of itself like so, like, if you have two characters, like, you know, gaining conflict, fighting is a great way to kind of let that energy out and kind of kind of like uh, overemphasize the emotions and kind of put on display how intense everything is. And it can be like really captivating. Like when things get tense between two characters, they're fighting it out to like decide some huge decision. Like you're seeing two characters at like their most extreme points, kind of like losing their minds and like. That's a kind of like a really interesting development and seeing how like writers can take advantage of that by like, you know, having the characters be in, like have interesting in their own way. And then when they when they come like, you know, when they start fighting, it starts you get to see a new side of them. Like there's a lot like interesting layers to it. And like 
I feel like that's probably why uh, action anime has gained so much popularity because there's so many examples of writers and creators who've taken advantage of that and done something really unique with like with that formula and like this goes to you know many kinds of of genres and mediums but like you know any any uh any action can be made something greater if you put more effort into it and judging by the amount of anime that are action anime and really popular i feel like that's a huge part of it Mm -hmm. yeah 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 totally um do you guys have any favorites any favorite uh action anime i guess i started i started attack on titan once and it was great (laughs) why did you start how the question is how did you stop not even why (laughs) well i got about seven episodes in all right me and michael checked once i think it was like six or seven i don't remember uh we we i got to a certain episode and i said this is really good i should watch the next episode and i forgot to watch it again how do you forget? You are a psychopath. Like great, great <laughs> question, guys. And to answer that question, I I gotta get going. Hang on, I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh good question. <laughs> I'll get on it eventually. I'll probably finish it and I'll be like, dude, why did it take me so long to finish this anime? And then, you know, people will be or all you guys will be like, you know, throwing stuff at me on the side of the road. I won't be able to do, I won't be able to get a ride from either of you guys anymore. You're just gonna like throw stuff at me. Yeah. Literally. Well, kind of once you finish, when, once you uh, finish Korra, you can finish. Uh, yeah, I, I probably should do that. I, I probably will. And do then it you can finish thing. One Piece. I'm not touching One Piece, but that's a good thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even yeah. like against the quality of One Piece. Like it, it's nothing to do with that. Like it, it's solely because the last thing I want is a long show. Because <laughs> like I'll get about 20 episodes in and go, I'm not getting anywhere, and that's the end of that. <laughs> Oh, my favorite because you know how me and David are One Piece veterans. So both of yeah. us have chugged through nine hundred and some odd episodes. Yeah. So I'll just say a specific scene from that show. I kind of said it before, but the Luffy Rob Luffy fight. Oh yeah, that entire Annie's lobby arc had so much emotion in it, like building up, like trying to save Robin. If you haven't seen it. It was. It came out like ten years ago, so I don't feel bad. <laughs> yeah, no, <it's, laughs> but, I feel like uh, if you if you want to spoil something, just let them like just let the listeners know you're going to spoil something from whatever part of the show it is, and then just keep going. Uh, if they if they obviously don't want the spoiler, they can skip forward about you know thirty seconds. Uh, if not, if they if they find it, they can keep listening. You know. Yeah. Okay. So in these lobbies arc, it's probably about like episode three hundred ish, but uh, yeah, like the emotion between. Luffy doing everything he could to save Robin and like the I want to live moment until the point where Luffy is literally like beat up beyond repair yet he still gets up one last time to do the what was it the Jet Gatling to yeah, beat, yeah. beat Luffy oh like that's that scene and that entire fight was just like that's it was just beautiful like that's probably my favorite fight scene yeah. In the whole show, definitely, but <laughs> maybe in anime. Oh yeah, I mean, there are just so many amazing moments in One Piece. Like we could probably do an entire episode dedicated to One Piece. You know, like the funniest part is, I kind of thought that was what you guys were gonna do. <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't know what your plan was, so I was like, oh, are they just gonna talk about One Piece? And it turned out no, we actually had a plan. And I was like, geez, <laughs> way to make me look dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
<laughs> Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, there's just there are so many amazing moments in One Piece. Um, and Luffy, like I mentioned before, um, is an amazing uh, protagonist. Um, like he's he's grown so much as a character, um, especially during kind of like that moment of one piece like from like any's lobby to about like the time skip is like so much growth in luffy's character um which which is great which is really great because before that we haven't gotten much growth from luffy um and just his fights have so much more like weight behind them um like going into the time skip it was like Oh yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to see, you know, what kind of power he brings. Um, but yeah, emotion plays a huge part um, in the fight. That just makes it so much better. Like it really does. Plus, it's like actually, real- let me shout out another show real quick. All right. I know David. I have. I'm a little behind in the episodes. I'm not gonna walk. But uh, I'm not gonna lie. Like I usually see at least half of every episode every week. Okay. But I'm sure you talked about Jujutsu Kaisen before. Wait, that you're not show, I am caught up, but that oh. show has some of the best fight scenes yeah. I've ever seen. Like animation wise, like if like the last couple of episodes, if you guys have not watched, the Black Flash has some of the best animation oh I have God. ever seen in my life. It looks so good. Like Itadori and Toto, like their combo attacks, like best new duo question mark. <laughs> right, right. Oh my god. Okay, so Jujutsu Kaisen, um, I think it is one of the best shows out right now. Um, like, for, I'd like, say it's number one, Doc, actually. Yeah, yeah, it is like it is like the best show out right now. It's it is it is so good. The animation is so crisp and beautiful. It's like it's like, you know, if you guys have ever seen One Piece, it's like the best moments of One Piece, just like all the time. You know, like mm-hmm. with like the crisp animation, it's like it's like never drops in quality with the animation, and like the pacing is great too. Um, it's just it looks great because um, it is great. Um, it is is such a good show. Like it does shonen right. It is like peak shonen anime. Like you can't get any better than that. Like Connor, you should watch Jujutsu Kaisen. It's it's there's only like. 20 episodes out right now. Um, so it's easy for you to catch up. You can pump that out in like three days. Yeah, easy. Oh man, you guys, you're making me hungry for some demon fingers, bro. <laughs> um, the whole concept of that show is just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the whole concept is just amazing. You gotta eat the demon fingers or you're gonna die. Also, if you eat the demon fingers, it's so original though. Like, who would have thought eat fingers? Yeah, you right. Get, like, I mean, right. maybe Hannibal Lecter. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, I think we should kind of segue the conversation to a different genre of anime. Um, more like slice-of-life anime. Ah, um, uh, yes. I can finally bring in some slice-of-life movies and then be like, ah, oh, you're ruining the fun. Come <laughs> <on>. <laughs> um, I know there are a lot of slice-of-life um, anime movies. Um, there are a couple slice of life anime, I'd say. Um, one that I can think of is like Jojo part four is it's, it's, it's more slice of life compared to like 
the previous parts, I guess. Um, is that a diamond is unbreakable? Yeah. Or is that you don't know? Oh, diamond is unbreakable. Yeah, diamond is unbreakable. Um, so, Michael, what do you think about Slice of Life anime? Or Connor, too? Well, I could say I don't have the most experience with Slice of Life anime. Mm-hmm. So, because, like, there's nothing against it. I, there's a lot of people that love it. It's just my personal taste is like the action type. Yeah. Not like punching. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of. But like, I'd say like the closest, like actual thing. I mean, it's still a shonen anime, but like Dr. Stone. Okay. It's not all about like fighting and stuff. That's probably like the closest thing. Yeah. I probably watched this last of life anime that's beyond like an episode or two. Yeah. But yeah, I don't really have too much of an opinion on it because I'm not too well watched in it but i know a lot of people who love it and i wouldn't criticize them for that yeah uh connor what do you think well you're gonna have to stop me if i stop talking about anime and start end up just talking about movies Mm -hmm. like slice of slice of life is like a really interesting idea because like in and of itself it's an idea of like let's take let's just take a story about somebody's life and just let them live it and like that is such a setup for something to be like really boring because like who cares you know like you need to really be connected to the character to really enjoy a slice of life anime or anything uh and what i think it can do so well is if you can write the character well essentially giving you like a peek behind the curtain of like a life you don't live or like a life someone else's lives and like you get to see like the kind of the kind of character that runs it you get to know like what kind of person they are you get to know like what they what they respond to and you get to know them on a more intimate level than a lot of other mediums or a lot of other uh, genres because like you don't get this like one-on-one experience with somebody who's just living their life you know and it also helps establish like friendships a lot better like i know um not to take any other advantage to bash cora but like cora <laughs> is so plot heavy that you don't really get much time with the characters just being themselves around each other and just like enjoying life um, like like what uh, avatar did where you get that a lot yeah like when with a slice of life anime you're essentially negating that where you spend you're only spending time with the characters that's it there is a plot obviously it's not just like nothing but the plot is very much just life or like what this person goes through and like it's just you get that like more realistic kind of like lifelike experience because you're essentially just seeing someone's life it gives you like a peek into what someone how someone thinks and how someone acts and like it can be really great for connecting with characters can be really really good sometimes yeah yeah then other times it can be really boring like it it has to be done well (laughs) like if it's not done well you essentially just get this really long slog of a show or movie and you're just sitting okay like can you please do something i haven't seen before or like can you please give me a reason to continue watching and then by the time it's over you're like well great i just gotta look i just gotta look into this person's life that i really don't give a crap about and i will never revisit the show again mm-hmm. yeah yeah um you know i haven't seen a ton of um slice of life anime shows but i have seen a few movies um that kind of I think represent it. Is um, Garden of Earth slice of life? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I had a feeling. It seems like one. Yeah, it's it's the movie's not that long. Um about four minutes. <laughs> no. Um <laughs> it's it's basically just like these two people 
living their life you know it's like you get like a little bit like, basically what Connor said it's like you get like a look into a peak you know you get to open the door a little bit of like and see like what their life is like you know and it, it the concept seems boring but it's 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 really interesting like like you think like okay if the movie slice of other yeah movie or show is slice of life you'd get bored because like initially you don't know these characters like why would you want to see them kind of like enjoying life living life and you don't even really know them that well you know like with avatar um you got to know the characters really well before you actually saw them kind of just like vibing in living life you know um so by the time that happened it was like oh yeah i can can get with this i enjoy this i already know these characters um but then like there's there's movies like garden of words where you don't know these characters beforehand these are absolutely new characters um but they do it in such a way where you you enjoy it and you're invested in their life and by the end you know it it's okay to be sad because you grew attached to these characters um and i think that's something that uh, slice of life movies do really well um especially in anime because you can explore so much more um kind of like the human emotion in a way because um you can be so limited with uh live action slice of life movies um but like with animation you you can do so much more um you really can um you could have like these fantastical settings to it or you could have just like a normal it could take place in like japan or something like modern day japan um and you can enjoy it perfectly perfectly fine um just seeing people live life you know i I think i think i think just slice of anime are are great they really are yeah i mean basically if you can if you try to summarize the plot and all you can think of is the characters are doing things you get to see people dealing with stuff then you i think you've got a slice of life uh series or movie (laughs) yeah like they're doing stuff that's what they do look at them go yeah 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 yeah. um Shall we segue the conversation, or do you guys have any last thoughts on this? Uh, yeah, I don't really have any more thoughts on this. I mean, we could talk about why they call it slice of life. Like, what is life a piece it's of? Like a piece of life. <laughs> it's a piece of life, you know. Couldn't you call it like a peek behind the curtain of, or maybe like it's a, it's a real life anime? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Hangup is the name of the genre. Yeah, you know what? This is why I watch anime. They have stupid names like slice of life anime, and I can't handle it. Like, what the heck does shonen even mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, what kind of word is that? It's not even American. God. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, okay, Michael, let me let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Um, outside of the battle anime. Um, what other anime have you checked out? Well, uh, a couple of gag animes. Actually, uh, I don't know if you can call it. The Disaster Slice of Psyche might technically actually be a slice of life anime, but it's also a gag anime. So, okay. but, uh, Hang on, you just said a bunch of words. What is this? <laughs> the Disaster Slice of Psyche. No, 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 I, I got that one. Sorry. Um, but you said 
what type of genre? It might be a slice of a knife anime, kind of, but it's also a gag anime. A gag anime? Please do tell. So, so that basically, an- everybody gets sick. It's kind of like where the character. It's like One Punch Man when the character is like stupidly overpowered, and like, you know, everything episodes don't necessarily have to correlate with each other. It's just every episode, it's like the whole world resets. That type of thing. Gotcha. But yeah, that show is basically about this guy named Psyche. He's he was like born a psychic, which you know when I think psychic, I'm thinking like a Professor X. You know, just can read <laughs> mind and stuff. No, like he could literally do freaking anything. He could teleport, travel through time, lift buildings. Ah, uh, so yeah. they actually scratch out the word psychic and replace it with the word god. Okay, great. <laughs> Basically. And like, yeah, it's like that's that's what I've watched. It's like he just basically goes through high school trying to hide his powers and gets a bunch of shenanigans. Oh, <laughs> shenanigans, you say? We always love shenanigans, and then like tries to find ways out. But like I said, the episodes don't really correlate with each other. So like, except for like very very minusculely, like look the first episode and the last episode. But that's one of the few shows. I've also watched a couple seinen shows, which is still like battle, but it's like more adult, a little more gory. Like, like uh, Binland Saga. Have you ever seen that? I have not. Oh, Vikings, Vikings, yo ho, yo ho. <laughs> yeah, it's like Vikings, but like, see, it's it's Vikings speaking Japanese. Like, it's great. Like, you got to okay, watch. Wait it. a minute, Norway being like Japan. What the hell? Like that that is that's another great show that I would recommend you watch. It's about this kid named Thorfinn. And that's all you get because there's twenty episodes and you need to watch it. That's all <laughs> we like, get. Ah, he's got a name. Yep. <laughs> and it gets worse. Oh yeah. Gets Oh yeah. Um That's interesting. That's interesting. Um so um to kind of resegue the kind well, I mean, of two new genres to talk about if you want. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, would you, Connor? Would you like to elaborate a little bit? Like, what? What are your initial thoughts on these new genres? Like let's, gag let's, anime. Okay, well, gag anime is based off of Michael's, <laughs> based off of Michael's description. Uh, despite the fact that at first I kind of sounded like it was like a show where everybody gets sick because you know gag, but like. I think that idea is much more suited for a show format because you have episodes to kind of rewrite the timeline and let them continue doing what they're doing. Like Phineas um, and Ferb. Like Phineas and Ferb in a way. Yeah. Like Phineas and Ferb does not really negate and does not really acknowledge the past episodes and just kind of keeps going. Um, that was a great example. Sorry. To interrupt, yeah, right. but wow. I, I would have never thought of that. <laughs> right. Look at you, David, being all smart. Yeah. Uh, who'd have thought? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, wow. I'm playing. I'm playing. Um, but yeah, like um, I think that does work more for a TV show. But there are some kind of examples of a character being really overpowered and kind of just doing stuff uh, in film. The first one that I could think of, which is kind of a, a sad example because I really don't like this movie, is Hancock with Will Smith. Um, <laughs> but like the same idea, like there's an overpowered person in a world where like everyone else is normal so you kind of see them like how they deal with the world um but like it it does kind of it can work because like that's not a that's like that's not a thing in the world people deal with like it's the opposite of slice of life like there's no overpowered person in the world like that so 
it kind of lets you play around with like what conceivably would happen. Like it tells you like, Oh, what kind of person, like how would the person deal with this? If they were like this, how would this happen? How would that happen? How would this person go about life being overpowered? And it's interesting. Uh, if you could do it well, essentially is like, a, just a, it's a fantasy show where like you have this plot that doesn't really happen or can't really happen. And you just get to play with like the what ifs kind of, and there's a lot of shows or a lot of, different types of ideas like that where you just kind of take an interesting idea and let that interesting idea kind of play out even if it's not realistic and i think this is a good example that a gag like this kind of gag idea is very much like just letting letting the writers go wild and create something that while still being believable is not ever going to happen so you're like oh okay like this is what would happen if this person did that that's realistic like i, I see how their thought process works even if they're this overpowered being that can do whatever they want uh hancock's a bad movie don't watch it but like the show <laughs> it's not that bad it's entertaining the first the first half smooth. is pretty decent but then the second half comes along and charlie's theron is like well i won't spoil it but charlie's theron gets more in the movie and like it just starts to become really lame after a while that being said, Will Smith is a gem, and like, if you really want to see Will Smith do things, it's it is Will Smith doing things. So that's a plus. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, but yeah, uh, David, this is your show. So what do you thought? What do you got about Gag Maze? Gag Maze. Um, so when Michael brought up Gag Maze, I was like, "What are you talking about?" Um, <laughs> but then he kind of described it a bit more, and I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, I know what he's talking about." Um, I think shows like, uh, yeah, let's bring it back to anime, kind of. You start talking about Hancock, which isn't even. Ah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My my small brain can only comprehend things that are in live action or America. Ah, <laughs> okay, we can accept it because it was Will Smith and yeah. the other character. Right. And could not. It's just Will Smith. Like I don't understand things unless they have Will Smith in it. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. I watch I watch movies and anime and go, you know what this is missing? Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> you know what little women needs? Will Smith. Yeah, everything. If it had a Will Smith, I'd watch it. That's all. I'm yeah. yeah, right. And I, I want like I want the character to only be Will Smith too. It's not like Will Smith playing a character. It's like little women and just kind of going about the Will Smith just shows up like, hey, 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 what's going on? That's that, that's that. <laughs> <laughs> Right, 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 right. Um, Will Smith is great. You know, he should be in more anime. He really uh, should, honestly. Like, <laughs> you ever see an anime with Will Smith? Exactly. Anime sucks. Zero out of ten. Go watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> like, Will Smith should, like, dub Zorro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's just Will Smith. I would watch the light out of that. <laughs> they should adapt that Ace comic you were talking about, David, and have <laughs> be voiced by Will Smith lines. Yeah. <laughs> Right, right. That'd be funny. That'd be funny. Um, just kind of rub it back to gag anime. Um, One Punch Man is a and is an excellent example of that um, that I've seen. Um, and that is a fantastic show. Um, it's it's a really good uh, gateway anime. I think gag maze are good gateway anime. Um, for people that you know aren't too sure about anime, haven't really explored the medium that much um and it, it's it's a good way to like kind of see what anime is all about without jumping like too headfirst into it you know like if you like if vinland saga was your first anime i'd kind of be concerned for your mental health you know 
<laughs> like, um, that'd be I mean, maybe that if you were a Game of Thrones fan right now, <laughs> right? Right, um, but like, it's 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 a it's a funny, laid back kind of show, you know. Um, One Punch Man is a great example. Um, Connor, you should definitely watch One Punch Man, it's it's very fun, it's funny, it has an overpowered, uh, funny lead it's it's kind of slice of life in a way uh because it's kind of just slice of a fantastical life sometimes he buys groceries yeah yeah he buys groceries (laughs) yo i buy groceries yo yeah yeah is that yeah 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 he does very human things you know uh which is just which is cool it is cool um uh, so, uh, Michael, do you want to elaborate a little bit more about that other genre that you brought up? The Vinland Saga. Oh, uh, what was it? Uh, <laughs> it just slipped my mind. I talked about Psyche, and what was this episode? Oh, Saini. Yes, Sainy. yes. Me? Say me? Sainy. So, Sainy. It's Super like, Sainy. So, think of everything. <laughs> I think it's like S-E-I-N-E-N. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. But my Japanese is not the greatest. Um... <laughs> So that's basically like so. Take Shonen, like same kind of tropes, but it is a lot more dark. There's a lot more blood, and yeah. So think of it. It's like watching like a show on Disney Channel versus watching a show on HBO. <laughs> so much more dull. Like uh, there's still not like sex and things like that in it because it's not like hentai. But... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where High School DxD jumps in. <laughs> Yeah, but so let's see. Some of the shows I can think of off the top of my head are Vinland Saga, of course. There's Tokyo Ghoul. Oh, Tokyo Ghoul. Quick rundown of Tokyo Ghoul. Uh, <laughs> I know how David loves uh, Tokyo Ghoul. David's like, so I actually had David Tokyo talk Ghoul. about David's Tokyo like Ghoul. punching a wall. Like, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> yeah, I've only seen like three episodes of Tokyo Ghoul, so I'll let David talk about that one. Uh, let's see. There's, I just started this a couple days ago. A Kame got killed. What do you think? Oh my God. You know, there's just one. a bunch. Yeah, it's just a bunch of people murdering like uh, corrupt politicians and people like that. Very, it's a very entertaining show. Um, I mean, not to get political, but don't we love that? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I've also heard of uh, Berserk. I've heard it's a really good, really good standing anime. I have yet to see it. Watch like the first episode. The animation threw me off, but you know, I'm not saying it's a bad show. But I heard, I heard it is good. Uh, let's see. Anything else I've actually seen that's saying? Not that I can think of off the top of my head, but yeah, it's it's a much more adult version of uh, Shonen. Uh, the plots, it's usually a lot less cheesy. So like Vinland Saga, I'll just use that as an example. The plot is... Should I, should I say the plot or not spoil it? What do you think? Um, I mean, you can if you want. Okay. Well, very, very, very small spoilers. Basically, this kid Thorfinn, his dad, his dad used to be a Viking, and they're living. they Leif Erikson is in is in the show. It's great. But wait um, a minute, I thought that was a SpongeBob so, character. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the Viking that like allegedly discovered America. Well, we call well, it Erikson <laughs> Land, huh? Hmm? Hmm? Exactly. America has Fuji Beach to it. I mean, I guess technically would have landed in Canada. So Canada's pretty cool. Yeah. It is pretty cool. But it's basically about this kid Thorfinn and his father 
uh, Thor's, because everybody is literally named Thor in the show. It's kind of hilarious. <laughs> but his father, Thor's, used to be a Viking, and he was he was like the uh, he was like the Chad of all Vikings, right? <laughs> like he used to fight like three battleships by himself. He would tank arrows like it was a mosquito bite. Like he would swim, pick up a boat, throw a boat on another boat. Ooh, really? This is the type of Chad Thor's was. Like, and then he he dies tragically because of unforeseen circumstances. Well, at least he didn't die not and, tragically. It's like he just dies, yeah, like he got he got bit by like a spider and died a slow, sad death. I would have been mad if he died like that because you can't kill. That's like killing Superman by a bullet. Just, just you get like all happen. these really cool like superhero characters and like, oh, he died of pancreatic cancer. Like, I mean. Like it's just kind of like you know it 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 kills the buzz when you got the really cool guy and you bring in something like sad and real You're like oh, <laughs> <For real. laughs> but yeah. So basically, the guy who kills his his father, Thorfinn trains under him what? for like fifteen ish years. What? And for the opportunity to get to kill him every single day, like he gives him the chance to kill him, and obviously because the guy who killed Thor's is also an absolute Chad. So, <laughs> Thorfinn has, like, no chance against him. And some things happen, and that relationship gets really intense. Not in a weird way, <laughs> but <laughs> I have to make sure I Yeah, right, because someone being like, oh, it's that kind of anime, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that relationship and the emotion, and then the person dies, but... It's not because Thorfinn was the one that killed him, and it's like he basically became Thorfinn's new father figure, and it's it's just it's a beautiful show. Like that is one of these. That was one. This one of the shows. I it's about twenty four ish episodes. I finished it in three days. Like it was one of the best shows I've watched in this in over quarantine, and that's saying a lot because I watched at least like fifteen different shows over quarantine. Yeah. Wow. Me too. Uh, <laughs> Connor, what do you think about this genre of anime? Uh, well, I, kind I, of stuff. It appears my uh, attempt at trying to relate to you guys was ineffective. Uh, well, no worries. Um, <laughs> I think it reminds me the most, like, oh, it actually doesn't remind me of anything. It's essentially just like a more hyper-violent version of shonen stuff. So a lot of shonen stuff does apply. But when you kind of lift up that barrier of like, oh, it's meant for, you know, middle teen area to now you're going more adult you do open the barrier for like having more complex stories like when you when you finally like let go of trying to appeal to everyone and you start going okay i'm just gonna appeal to adults you get stories that feel more more painful and more real like that it opens the gateway to that kind of thing and what works about that is if it's done well because obviously not everything's done well if it's done well, you essentially get a shonen anime, but like more buffed up. You get more intensity to it, in both in the action and in the emotions, because you you don't have to hold anything back. I think a lot of the time with with shows that are shows and movies that are trying to appeal to uh, a, a more broad demographic, you lose kind of intensity that I think should have been there. So when you get that violence into it, and you start to appeal to more adults, you can basically do whatever you want. And as a result, you get more intense emotions and your connections can get much stronger. I think that's a huge benefit of it, too. It's basically like, who do you want to appeal to? And then you have to kind of navigate accordingly how you're going to uh, portray these uh, these intense emotions. Granted, 
it's not like the only way to por- portray intense emotions. Like obviously a show in anime could probably uh, portray an emotion as, as viscerally and as painfully as a more violent, uh, say, is it samey? Samey anime? Samey? I don't know. How does, how did you pronounce it? Samey? Um... I'd say, I think it's pronounced Samey because it's an N. Oh, Samey. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, um, can well, I get it right? I, I don't get to say. <laughs> how dare is your Japanese not perfect? Yeah, I know. I know. I'm about to be out here watching Japanese shows and being like, hey, you guys watch that shounen anime? Very good. Boy, oh, boy, oh, I do love my waifu. Oh, yeah, woo, yeah. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Don't worry. Once I, I will not speak, I will not utter a word of Japanese just to defend my honor. Anyways, but yeah, essentially, you get this extreme, very extreme kind of. Uh, power to it and like that can really help with uh portraying more intense emotions pretty good like that yeah yeah definitely i think i think between the two of you i think you guys uh talked about it really hit really hit home with it um i do want to talk about tokyo ghoul a little bit we uh, know and how and how that kind of um so First of all, Tokyo Cool is bad. The Tokyo Cool anime <laughs> is trash. It is garbage. Do not watch it. Uh, and that's no, the end of that. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, um, I have heard that the Tokyo Ghoul anime is nothing like the Tokyo Ghoul manga. Like, they completely changed the plot. Um, and I heard that the Tokyo Ghoul manga is actually good. Um, which, which, what? which I think is crazy because concept. Tokyo Ghoul anime was trash. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. So ad is g- good. Yeah, I I can't believe that. Tokyo Ghoul cannot be good. I I just I I refuse to believe that. Um, Isn't the first season good? If I'm not mistaken, of Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah, allegedly I haven't seen um, it, but I I've only watched the first season. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where like David could like come back in like a year and be like, uh, "My friend forced me to watch Dress Tokyo Ghoul. I have to apologize. I said that it was bad. It's actually good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what I've been hearing is the first season's good and the rest of it is trash. But if you're saying the first season's trash, oh, David, God knows what the rest of it's like. <laughs> yeah, um, like they told me it would be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So. Tokyo Ghoul, yes. It it is a mature show. Um, it's not a show for uh younger audiences. No allowed. Mm-hmm. Cannibalism. Yeah. Um there's a lot of cannibalism in the show. Um and then there's this one like torture scene where like you see this guy get tortured. Um and it, it's kind of sickening. Um so yeah, it's it, it's it's a very it's very mature show uh definitely little kids don't watch tokyo ghoul um or anyone or any like person with like an iq <laughs> over five don't watch this show oh, Jesus. <laughs> do you know how many people you just yeah, there's right there's now? somebody listening going like hey i like tokyo ghoul <laughs> like there are genuinely tokyo ghoul stands. i know, like, I know that. when it comes Finish. to anime merch that is the most i see is tokyo ghoul. oh my god <laughs> like, uh, 
somebody's standing something out there like you get like every everything has a fan base like even if it's terrible normal the north probably has a fan base <laughs> oh, my gosh, oh my god um now i haven't seen the anime i haven't seen them i haven't seen the manga uh tokyo ghoul um but it might be amazing it might, might be the best manga ever written um but in my opinion the anime is not that good um and i voiced that multiple times that i i'm not a fan of tokyo ghoul um but it, you might have to watch it to see for yourself. Um, I'm just saying that if if you're kind of like on the fence for watching it or not, don't. Um, <laughs> but, um, but, you know, you can if you want. You do you. It's your life. If you want to waste hours of your life watching that show, go ahead. You know. You bring up a point that I, I feel I can inter- intertwine movies into this discussion. Yes, I'm the worst, but let me at least bring it up real quick. Like the thing with like hyper gory stories like that and more hyper violent stuff is sometimes they get a bit indulgent. Uh, you got to be careful how much you're bringing in violence because there's a certain amount you can use to heighten the emotion. And then there's just a point where it just becomes excessive and just seems like you're enjoying the violence for like no reason. Uh, there's a movie that's been kind of gotten infamous for being a little too hyper-violent. Is this movie called Green Inferno. Uh, it came out, like, 2014, I think. Uh, essentially, it's about these people, these, like, I think they're journalists. They go out into the, like, South American jungles to, like, you know, I think they're trying to write a book. And they get captured by, like, these natives. And then it just becomes hyper-violent torture for the entire movie. Uh, that one kind of became, like, an example of, like, people just wanting to do violence for the sake of violence. I think like it was like it started out trying to be a serious movie when they were writing it, but then the writer just admitted he's like, then it just became how violent can we make the movie? Like once it got to like that halfway point, they ran out of ideas that are like, let's just make this extremely violent. Let's use as much fake blood as we can. Let's just make this extremely uncomfortable. And that's what they do. And like it kind of loses any emotion you were trying to build up because then you just it stops being a story and then you just wake up to the fact that like oh it's a filmmaker or in this if or an anime like a writer just trying to make as violent as possible so i feel like being you got to be careful with that because like there's only a certain amount that seems realistic before you start to wonder how much of this is just kind of becoming exploitative like you're just exploiting the fact that people like violence um and it's always something to keep in mind obviously i'm not saying there's an anime that's like that because you know i don't know that but like you get the idea like that can be an extreme extreme downside to something super violent yeah i'd say tokyo Ghoul is a bit like that in the in the three episodes i've watched because you know i'm a very experienced tokyo <laughs> Tokyo Ghoulite. i mean but the thing is cannibalism even though i love attack on titan it's a different type of yeah. cannibalism the cannibalism in Tokyo Ghoul was much more disturbing for me. Like that's like I couldn't I couldn't get through through the whole season because I was just like I this just isn't really for me. Not that I have like a weak stomach or anything, but like the fact that it was just people delighting and eating other people didn't really sit right with me. That's why I didn't really watch it. Oh, it so gets it gets so much worse, Michael. Violent. Like it gets it gets so much worse. Like there's like this one guy who, like, gets off on this one kid. Like, he's, like, this super, like, pedophile-type guy who, like, got, like, like a whiff of, like, like, like a piece of his clothing. And, like, you just, like, mm-hmm. see him, like, getting off 
on this guy's piece of clothing. It's 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 quite sickening. Um, that's not that's no. not. <laughs> so I uh, hear it's a classic. Oh my! Hear God. me out here. <laughs> Ugh, Tokyo Ghoul is something else. Um, but yeah, uh, shall we segue? Sure, go for it. Okay, so I was thinking this is this is a new question I just thought of. Um, so shonen, shonen means basically like action anime for boys. You know, it's it's like the main demographic for shonen are boys, right? So what about girl anime? You know, you never hear about that. Like that's kind of like it's more it's more hidden. Like, what do you guys think about that? I, I I know you probably haven't watched any. I haven't watched any. Um, but like, what do you guys think about that? Like, what do you think about kind of like the rift between genders when it comes to anime? I mean, uh, I'm gonna real quickly talk about that because I can do something real quick. Then Michael got it more. But I mean, like, there are girl anime. Uh, you know, like Sailor Moon's really the one that comes to mind at the moment. But like, I think like gender disparity was more. Like, they tried to differentiate that more um, in, like, the 90s and to the early 2000s when they tried to differentiate it. But I feel like I know plenty of of uh, girls out there who love anime and, like, all kinds. Like, it comes down to, like, I think as time has gone on, I think that gender disparity has become kind of less and less relevant. That being said, there definitely are examples. And, like, I think, like, what what it comes down to a lot of time is, like, guys really like the violent side versus where girls tended to like more of the like just general social side like with more of like the more character based um which i mean guys do enjoy but like i said it's there's it's really hard to pin down exactly the uh the gender disparity because like in the ends people can enjoy either one i know i've actually heard people really enjoy like guys really enjoy sailor moon i mean anything it comes down to like just the person but like that's at least what i know of it yeah, like personally, I don't know. Well, I know a couple girls that watch anime, and usually, you know, actually, all the girls I know that watch anime love Tokyo Ghoul, but that doesn't mean that. I don't know, maybe, maybe it's something about whatever the heck is it. Was it? Is it Kaneki? Ken Kaneki? 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 Maybe he's like an idol for some people that I've realized, which I find yeah. strange, but I'm not one to judge. Except for without judge, that's that's fair. Um, I feel because like well, like I feel like in America, that's mainly when it's mainly you see the gap between the men and women watching anime. Because there's a lot more boys that openly watch anime that I from what I've seen, and I feel like they all like boys and girls both like they all like the big three type of animes, right? Like Bleach, Naruto, Dragon Ball. Cause that's cause those are the ones that mainly reach America, is all the mainstream ones, which all happen to be shown in animes. So I feel like now there's not as much of a big gap between it, but I don't know enough of people. I don't know enough girls that actually watch anime to say that there is a difference. But from what I see on like social media, cause like I'll say I'll be on TikTok right, and I'll see boys and girls post memes about Naruto or Dragon Ball, or One Piece, or also there's, like, the girl fandom of Levi Ackerman from Attack on <laughs> Titan, which I would totally join, because Levi Ackerman, like, 
<laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I feel like it's kind of. I feel like now they kind of they don't discriminate between like genders or race or anything. Like it's it's all it's all for everybody. To yeah, enjoy. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I totally see what you're saying. Um, but I definitely do think that um, yeah, there there are more and more girls who are watching uh, shonen anime um, because I feel like they like the shonen anime are just like they they are better like they're they're higher quality um objectively yeah they're, they're objectively better you, shows. if you like any genre more than shonen anime you're just wrong <laughs> you have much bigger budgets yeah. too to relate to movies not to interrupt you no, no, no. but like the marvel movies everyone watched yeah. the marvel movies and they had giant budgets like that's kind of how it is for shonen. yeah like shonen anime um they're a lot more popular and they have a bigger budget like Jujutsu Kaisen it is a shonen anime that has an amazing animation studio behind it with a huge budget um and yeah it's just it's incredible um about like how much work they put into it and like if if you're part of like the like if you're in the loop of anime like if you know anime then, then then you know these big shows you know you know the Naruto you know the Dragon Ball you know the Bleach, the One Piece, Jujutsu Kaisen, all those big shows, right? Um, but like, even like the most well-versed anime fans s- still wouldn't be able to name a a, a, a female-oriented anime. You know, it's like they're they're not as popular. Um, a couple that I can think of, because um, I did a little bit of looking into this. Um, are examples of like um, Yuri on Ice. That's an example of a female-oriented anime. Um, or um, Oran's Host Club. You know, a couple examples of some female-oriented anime. Um, both of those, they're weird because they're like, like Yuri on Ice, from, from what I can remember. I, I never watched it, but what it looks like, it looks like like gay ice skating, you know, it's well. Like, I feel like it's it might be right. That is not what I was expecting like, you to say. I feel like it's, it's about like, gay ice skating. Like and I that's swear, it, that's, that's it's okay, guys. See you later. Like I swear, that's what it's about. Um, and like even um, Oran's host club, like that, like that is like the simp show. It's about gay host. No, it's it, it, it's like it's like the it's like the definition of like a simp show. Like, it is these guys who literally, like, simp for girls. Like, that is, like, the entire premise of the show. Um, so, like, these female-oriented anime, they, they, they don't have as good of a premise as some of the other shows out there, you know? It's like... Unless you're you know, really into gay ice skating. Yeah, like, not everyone's into that. Like, I'm not going to go watch some gay ice skating right now like no i i don't want to watch that <laughs> dang if it's really letting out his uh his bias here yeah, maybe open your heart up to gay ice skating. <laughs> i mean if you want to go watch it i have no problem with that like if you if like if that's is that your thing go watch it you know i'm just i'm just saying that like me and a lot of other guys probably wouldn't watch that you know, so are we are we gonna cancel David now? I think it's time we no, cancel. No, no, I'm no. I'm just saying that like a lot of guys aren't gonna go out of their way to watch that, or like 
a simp show. Like no, like most guys aren't gonna watch that. Like David, for like, your crimes, you're gonna have to go watch the ice skating now. <laughs> like okay, Michael, Michael, give me your opinion on this. Give me your opinion. On this. <laughs> I'm just too busy attacking. I'm watching gay ice skating or a simp show. Both, like both. Well, you see, I wouldn't do yeah. it. <laughs> but unless there's like a flamethrower <laughs> involved somewhere somehow. Maybe I'd watch it because gay ass skating with flamethrowers sounds incredibly yeah, interesting. See, it's like it's Dave, Michael's a simple man. He wants his <laughs> animes to have fighting, and that's about it. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I like the emotion. Well, too, yeah, but know. I mean, bare minimum, at least have fighting. You know, <laughs> that's that, that, that's true. It's like the, Let's see, have I actually watched a show that didn't have fighting? Oh, it's my no, I don't think I have. I mean, I mean, Psychic doesn't have really have fighting, but that's like, it's it's a different type of show. So yeah, I think you're right. I just like well, fighting. I mean, don't we all? There's a reason all these shows are popular because who doesn't love fighting? Yeah, yeah, Very true. Um, yeah. Oh wait, wait, Death Note. Oh, Death Note. Death yeah. Note's not necessarily fighting, but it's kind of fighting because people die. But it's not. It's not <laughs> well, fighting. people die. So I guess bare minimum needs to be people need to die in it. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I've watched Dragon Ball Z. Nobody like dies in that show because the Dragon Balls exist. Like someone needs to die in the show. Death is my thing. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not, okay. All right. So don't don't think I'm I'm against like female stuff. Gay people. Or yeah, skating. like I, David I does not like gay ice skating. If you like gay ice skating, you are you are a gay ice skater. <laughs> no, no, no. I have nothing. Okay, I have nothing against gay ice skating. It's just like I wouldn't go to know to watch that. It's like same thing with like a hentai show. You know, like High School DXD. Like I'm not gonna go out of my way to go watch that. You know, it's like there are just some things that I I wouldn't watch. You know, it's like I I got my... just put hentai and gay ice skating in the same category. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could be. It's so funny because, like, I'm blanking on the name of the show at this point. It's just, it's just now the gay ice skating show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. There's, there's like, like, okay, Michael, do you want to talk about like some hentai shows? You know, <laughs> <laughs> what? Michael would know. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all of our listeners out there. I don't know what it is. I've never watched Hentai in my entire life, and nor do I ever plan on watching it. And I am offended, and I'm going to. <laughs> but David's just like, hmm, who would know about Hentai? Michael would. <laughs> like, I, that was just like, you just, you didn't even hesitate. Like, you're just like, ah, Michael. And uh, I know that's your stuff. No, it's, it's not. <laughs> at least it could have been worse though it could have been like hmm what are some animes about cannibalism michael would know <laughs> he likes cannibalism. well i would because i've watched attack on titan <laughs> yeah 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 but like no i okay i i asked you because you you watched the first episode of high school dxd and that's like a hentai kind of show i mean like how many times it it wasn't really right. It was just like saw some you saw some uh, anime titties every now and then, but like it still had it still had some of a plot to it. It was just very uncomfortable watching it, so I did not continue. Michael was just squirming in his seat the entire time. He was too busy focusing on squirming. <laughs> yeah, I was. 
It was it was one night. Of course, it was a night. <laughs> it, was, it was one night. This, this is the premise of me watching watching the first episode. Let's see, because uh, I have a friend. I have two friends actually. They're just like, oh, like the show actually is a really good plot. Like you should watch it. And I said, you know, I'm very bored and I don't feel like watching the shows on my watch list. So let me watch the first episode. I watched the first episode and was just like, wow, this is really really making me uncomfortable. So I'm not going to watch the rest of this. And yeah. Yeah. So I think valuable Anna, I just think of it. Like, it's skating. Yeah, it's just the fact that animators took the time to perfectly <laughs> draw some titties on the screen. <laughs> no, and that's kind of the thing, you know, like there's some people out there whose who's calling is to draw titties. And you know what? More power to them. They found their calling. Do your thing, man. Exactly. Like I'm glad you're happy with the life you've chosen. The the way of the anime titty. Yeah. Makes yeah. it sound adventurous and stuff. Like I'm going on my quest, <laughs> the quest to create anime titty. Dude, it's, <laughs> it's pretty wild and I think I'm gonna have to take that path myself. <laughs> that would be the biggest plot twist of twenty twenty one. Just like Connor, you never you, you hardly watch anime. So what what inspired you to do this? Um, titties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is what it is, I guess. Um, um, I think I think we should maybe uh, segue to a conclusion uh, on this kind of. We've we've kind of uh, ventured off too far into the anime titty land. Yeah, I feel like I feel like everybody gangsters are talking about anime titty land. <laughs> yeah, uh, so. Yeah. Um, but okay. So, yeah. So there are a lot of different anime genres, like as we've mentioned, um, and there's some more that we haven't even mentioned yet. There's, um, show, there's slice of life. There's gag. There's squine. I don't know what that one's. I still don't know how that one's pronounced. And then uh, <laughs> there's also male and female demographic ones, and there are many more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's so many, uh, so many that kind of like are tailored to what you like in anime. Like you can find like an anime about almost anything, really. Like if you want to watch an anime about gay ice skating, go ahead. If you want to watch an anime about f- food, go ahead. If you want to watch an anime about huge titans killing people, I was wondering where go away said huge. <laughs> If you want to watch an anime that's bad, go watch Tokyo Ghoul. Yes. If, if, like, there's anime for different people who like different things, you know? It's like, that's kind of like the beauty of anime. It's like, it's so versatile. So many different things. We haven't even talked about sports anime. Like, well, we yeah, didn't bring that up. What we'll we'll talk about is friggin' uh, Haikyuu. <laughs> <laughs> like, we haven't even touched that yet. I'm going to come but, back to you watching the ping pong anime and be like, I found a contender. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, a worthy, a worthy challenger. A worthy challenger. Ping pong. Um, but yeah, there's, there's just so many anime. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. Um, do, you guys, any, do you guys have any last thoughts? No. <clears throat> just that uh, if you haven't watched anime and you are... You happen to ever be bored it is a great thing to start and you don't have to start with like one piece you know <laughs> the whole 900 episode haul yeah. 
just start with something small like 12 episodes and then like maybe you like it maybe you don't but it's a good thing to try every now and then yeah yeah connor any last thoughts um i i i think um anime titties are pretty good um, that's, it? that's all you have to say. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Uh, you know, basically, I've, I kind of mentioned it before back in the first episode of anime because I talked way too much in that episode, just trying to make sure you guys knew I was here. But like, anime is kind of like it, there's a lot of variety to it because uh, it's 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 more of a, a a medium than a genre. Like you get you get this kind of idea of anime, and then like it expands upon different jo- different genres and topics and ideas and. So, like, as a result, essentially, there's there's going to be an anime for every kind of person. And it's united under that common umbrella of anime. So, like, anime fans come together over any kind of anime because there's so many. And it's just a really interesting thing. Like, you all, you, people can all bond over the idea that they all came, like, all their shows came from the same place. And that's interesting, you know? Yeah. Uh, and even if you're into shonen or slice of life or gay ice skating... You can all come together under that idea that like it was made in the same place and like you you, you all come from the same love of Japanese culture and the ideas. So, you know, more power to you. It's interesting, you know. Oh yeah. That being yeah. said, if you like Tokyo Ghoul, David will murder you. Yes, probably. <laughs> I'll torture you like in that one scene. Um <laughs> what? Okay. Um well, I think it's time we segue into some suggestions, uh, but we should throw it to Michael real quick. Hey, Michael, what have you been doing that you want to suggest to the lovely listeners at home? Movies, TV, music, video games. Uh, you read a good book. Oh, well, the thing is, I totally knew this was coming, but I totally forgot to prepare for Best David every day. But, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's just, let's just throw it. Okay, uh, a show I started a couple weeks ago, uh, Peaky Blinders. Ah, it's, it's on the Netflix. one with Cillian Murphy. Scarecrow's in that. Yes, it is. Men in Suits. Incredibly entertaining. I finished the first season in about a day. And, uh, yeah, like, that is a very good show. It's about men in suits who are British, who, uh, they're basically, like, they're basically, like, the British mob, more or less. But it's just, like, their family. Very good show. Um... Uh, I would recommend it, and it is a show that it's not very long. The episodes are about an hour long each, but the season the seasons are only about six episodes long, so six hours just for a season. Uh, let's see, start the anime because you know that's what we're talking about. Um, I mentioned Vinland Saga, but so I'm not going to mention that. You know, let's do uh, let's do Mob Psycho. Mob Psycho. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Mob Psycho before, but it is it's by the same writer as One Punch Man, and it has a very similar theme. The main character Mob, he is incredibly overpowered, and he's just he's also a psychic, but you know, not the psychic that's like Professor X, the psychic that's like Jesus. Um, yeah, it's a pretty good show, and he's overpowered. It's about 12 episodes long for two seasons, so 12 and 12. And I would recommend it. Pretty entertaining. Yeah. Good stuff. And was it three episodes or three? Oh, you could do three if you want. You could end it here. You could be like David if you wanted. Uh, let's be like David. Yeah, all right. <laughs> That's okay. I won't be disappointed in you, but I'll be disappointed in David. Yeah. Uh, I only have two. God. 
<laughs> that's okay i technically only have two but i threw in an extra movie because i care unlike <laughs> David. no i care connor being a hypocrite was. well no the thing is like i try to do three different things most of the time i watch a lot of movies every week so like i could do three movies but like i don't do that because i res- i respect our listeners unlike david no it's just, it's just, I just, I, I, just, I just don't got the time. Well, neither do I. Yet I, <laughs> um, I yeah, like, down for like three days straight, and I have three. You bum. Okay, 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 uh, okay, okay. Um, let me get into my two suggestions. Um, I got a movie, and I got an album. The, or an album. I think it's hey, an album. It's one piece. That's a plus. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's actually. It's not an album. It's a song. No, it's not. It's not. No, it's an album. You got yeah, this. You got this. It's it's an album and a movie. Okay, so I talk about the movie first. So, I watched the movie last night. It was really, 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 really good. Um, it is an anime movie. Um, it is slice of lifey. Um, I contemplated talking about it, but I was like, nah, I don't want to spoil it. Um, so the movie that I watched is Your Name. Oh, I heard that was really good, actually. Yeah. Your Name was incredible. Um, it came out in 2016. Um, it has this beautiful, beautiful animation to it. And I'm sure you've listened to the score. Like, like everyone listened to the score of this movie. Um, and I, I don't, you might not even know it. Um, it has a super popular score to it. Um, really beautiful. Um, so basically, what the movie's about, it's about um, this one guy and this girl who don't know each other. They live on like almost two different sides of Japan. Um, like one lives in the country, one lives in Tokyo. And um, they switch bodies. Like, like one goes in one body, another goes in another. And... Um, they're basically just like trying to figure out what's going on. Um, and they, they kind of like, they kind of end up making each other's life better in a way. Um, I don't want to go like too much into spoilers. Um, and then the world ends. I think that's how it ends. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then they find out their names. <laughs> um, well, you'll see. You'll see. You'll see. Um, it's a really good movie. Um, there are a lot of spoilers to it that I don't want to get into, um, but it's it's a fantastic movie that I think anyone should go watch. Um, it's kind of hard to find, um, so yeah, you, you should if if you if you get the opportunity, if you get the chance, uh, watch it. It's really well, really really hard good. to find for cheap. You can find it, but like. You buy this Blu-ray for like thirty bucks. I'm like, Jesus! It came out in 2016. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely watch this movie. All right. So, and my album that I have is "Awaken My Love." Oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Charles Gambino. Yep, yep. Um, for some reason, I was, I was really feeling uh, Childish Gambino this week, and Ooh. I've just, I've just kind of been listening to the, the album. Um, cause I, I know Connor, uh, kind of covered the, uh, because the internet, 
album one time. Um, so like, why don't I just cover "Awaken My Love"? Um, it's it's a really good album. Um, of course, you got "Redbone," which I think is like the best song on that album. Um, but there are some other good ones um, on there that I don't know the name of off the top of my head. But uh, I, I think pretty good. What was that? The song "Boogeyman." That one's pretty good. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I, I definitely think you should give this album a listen. Um, there, there, there's, there's some gems on here. There's some gems. Um, I, I think there are some songs that are, I don't know, a bit less, but I think overall it's, it's a pretty good album. Highly recommend it. Yeah. It's the one that like, he, he like dips into a little bit of soul sometimes. Like, you, like that kind of like soul choir in the background for a couple songs. It was interesting. Yeah. 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 How you recommend checking it out? All right, Connor. It's all all right. I will go into it because apparently I'm the only one with any class on this podcast. So I'm playing, <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. I feel with that. Yeah, I know. I was, I was targeting Michael. Uh, anyways, I've got two movies and a show. Uh, technically, I could have just done a movie and a show, but I decided I was going to do three. Just a one-up, David. Um, the first one is the first movie I'm going to talk about. I'll, I'll kind of interlude it. I'll go movie, show, movie. Um. The first one is a movie that I've heard was great and it took me a while to get to it mainly just because my watch list is so long, but I'm so glad I finally got to watching it. Uh, the movie is called the last black man in San Francisco. Uh, came out That's in 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's directed by a guy named Joe Talbot. Uh, this was his first feature length well, I actually have one of his first feature-like movies. I think it might be his second or third. Um, it's extremely, like, I, I shouldn't say extremely artsy, but it's very non, like, it's very uh, fantastical, I should say. Essentially, the plot is you've got this these uh, best friends who are living in San Francisco, and they they kind of, like, try to take care of this one house because it was one of their, uh, it was the, the main guy's uh, grandfather made it. And they kind of lost the rights to it because there was like this whole thing where San Francisco was like buying up houses to like redo the area and stuff. So they kind of, they don't live in it anymore, but they take care of it still, regardless of who lives there. Like the people living in it keep telling them like, dude, you don't have to come over here and take care of our house. And they're just like, what are you going to do it anyway? Um, so they kind of just like take care of this house. And then eventually, like at some point early in the movie, those people move out. And there's like this waiting period before uh, someone's going to like, uh, take like it, it, it was because like I don't remember exactly how they explained it, but like there's like this legal fight of who owns the house, so no one's living in it at the moment. So the two of them move into it, and then it kind of becomes like this kind of like slice of lifestyle movie. I mean, bringing it back to what we talked about earlier, it's talking about kind of like life in San Francisco, and it deals with like um, it deals kind of like with the disparity between the like between like the the economic levels there, and it deals with like. Uh, it deals with like how the how the this area kind of treats people, and it's a really well done movie because like it it usually if you take a movie like this that kind of has this message about like how life how society works this kind of life life thing, usually they go for a realistic tone because like they want to make it seem as real as possible. What what uh, last man last black man in San Francisco does is they make it very kind of fantastical. There's this very like dreamlike edge to it 
as these people are kind of like living through this experience. And as a result, it makes the movie extremely distinct. There's not many movies like it in the way it's directed, the way it's written, the way the scenes play out. Even the score is just like so, so great. It's very cinematic in that regard, but at the same time, it touches on these realities in these really like wake up moments, like almost like it feels like a dream until it's not and something happens and you're like, dang, we're back to earth. And like, it hits you like right then and there, like this is not a dream anymore. And it's really well done. The performances are fantastic all around some really, really, really great performances and it's a really well done movie. It's on Amazon Prime if uh, you have that and you want to check it out. Really solid movie. Uh, blew away my expectations. Um, even though I already expected a lot from it. Um, moving on to my show. Uh, take a wild guess. It's WandaVision again. Uh, Michael, you have not watched WandaVision, right? I have not. You should really check it out at some point. It's really solid. Um, obviously, you know, like some time when you can get to access Disney Plus. Really good show. But the most recent episode uh, came out Friday. I watched it last night. Uh, really, really great. I think in terms of character development, it's probably the best episode we've gotten. Uh, it's it's very much Wanda-centric. Uh, really well done. Uh, it's the most MCU-y of all of the episodes, which is not a bad thing at all. Uh, there's a lot of lore reveals, a lot of background reveals that you didn't get before. Uh, really well done overall. And I think it's building up to a really awesome finale in the next couple of episodes. I don't know if the next episode, the finale or the episode after that, but really well done show. And I think this, this episode kind of takes the cake in terms of character development. I don't know if it's my favorite episode, but it's definitely up there. Really solid episode. Um, and I got one more. Uh, I, it took me a long time to watch this one. David actually suggested this one ages ago. Uh, and I finally got to watching it. Uh, it's Spike Lee's new movie, Defive Bloods, on Netflix. Uh, took me a while to get to this one. Uh, I really wanted to watch it, but like it was two and a half hours long, and those movies usually give me uh, take some time for me to get to them because I don't usually have two and a half hours to spare. Uh, usually, just like two. Um, but Defive Bloods was really solid. Um, not nearly as good as Black Klansman, in my opinion, because it's a little, it's a little more scatterbrained i think i think like divide bloods had a little too much it wanted to say and it didn't really say it in a way that was really that creative it kept kind of cutting to this like documentary style thing in the first half where like they'd be talking and then like showing pictures and like like uh details of the events like break kind of like breaking the fourth wall in a way it was kind of weird and i think it was a little on the nose i think black Klansman did a much better job of intertwining reality with the story um but like the Five Bloods is really solid. Um, if you don't know the plot, essentially this group of Vietnam vets, this uh, group of all black Vietnam vets go back to Vietnam to go find their commander's body. Um, and they kind of like come back together again, kind of like reliving these memories and dealing with like, th- like dealing with each other for the first time in a while. Um, and it's really, really solid. You get like this really great feel for the group as a whole. They all have great like camaraderie together. They're, they still talk like they've known each other, or like they've been friends for ages, even though they seem to be implied they haven't talked in a while. Uh, there's a lot of like really touching moments between the characters. And you feel like this connection to that uh, commander who's played by Chadwick Boseman. Uh, you get this, you feel, you feel like this connection to that person. Like there's this like holier, like this holy kind of aura to this, to this guy. And they do a really great job with it. Uh, 
it kind of fumbles near the end though about halfway through the movie they kind of stop making it about the group and they essentially it becomes like this fairly generic action movie which i think was kind of a weird choice um but there's still great moments throughout that last half so it's a, it's a very like i said scattered movie there's like a lot of things that work and a lot of things that don't work um, but I think it's a really solid film overall because, like, it still has Spike Lee's touch of, like, like care because Spike Lee always makes his movies seem like they really, really matter. And they, like, he does a great job of making it, like, balance out both realism and, like, drama. I think that he's done a really great job of that, and this is no exception. has, like, that touch of quality to it. Um, but I do think it's all on the weaker side of his movies. But very, very solid. I still suggest it to anybody who hasn't seen it uh very good so that's michael so go watch it michael um all right yeah. all right uh and that's all i've got um so i i suppose there's no more reason to continue this episode unless david has any final uh final shout outs or michael has any final shout outs um i'm good nah, nothing for me all right good stuff well thank you all for listening once again it means a lot for your support it really does like to see the podcast grow uh, check us out on Instagram. What's that smell? Underscore you thinking again? David might one day upload, and that's one exciting. Uh, <laughs> um, let me think. Anything else? Uh, thank you again for listening. You guys are great. I love what you've done with your hair today, listener. You're looking great today. Um, and that's about it. So uh, thank you for listening to the podcast that we, of course, humorously and.